Welcome back to Lock Black Girl. How you guys doing? Um, it's been a minute since I vlogged. And it's been a minute since I posted about it. But I'm going to get back into it. And I'm going to get back, you know, promoting it. So I can get more people listening. Um, today, the topic is going to be about growing up in a black household. Now, it's a lot you can say about this because... I mean, it's just a lot. So let me start off with number one. Mm-hmm. Number one. It's always that one lip butter roll or a bowl in the kitchen with a stain in it. Now, the stain be coming from spaghetti or something like that, and then it just stay in there, don't come out. You can clean it with bleach or whatever. It's not going to come out. Every one of us have one of those. You can't tell me we don't. A random draw with just everything in there batteries remotes rubber bands pencils it's just different stuff in there for no reason and we barely use it anyways my mama had one of those <laughs> in every house we move into we end up having no, no matter how many times we clean it out we end up having one yeah okay another thing my mama has a cabinet full of plastic grocery bags now, it's just not any grocery bag. It either has to be from Walmart, the dollar store, a bag like that. And we use them for different things like bathroom trash can, room trash can, to pack your lunch, to pack some clothes to go stay by your friend's house. You know, we use it for different stuff. So, you can get some use out of it no matter how many times you go in there and get a bag. It's still going to be full. I do not know the signs behind that, but... That's 100% true. It's still going to be full. Don't ask me out. Okay? Um, I'm going to say... Mm, I don't know about just black people, but I know we do have this. The Borat Bucket. Now, with my granny, I had a little tin. It was like an old popcorn tin. Put everything in there. Right? But my mama, it was like a little plastic bucket. And it always got that little, it's either a white or a brown brush. Or you can get it in red from the hair store. Bruh, it was small, but it was hard. Them bristles was OMG. Them bristles used to hurt. It didn't help that they brushed your forehead in your neck. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That was torture. And don't get me started on when you first get your hair done. You can get your hair like braided or um, when you get it plaited or something like that. And your mama's hands was like heavy or she just braid tight or she just plait tight. And I, get, I kid you not, your forehead move up. And it, it's just like, I don't know. It's like the tighter your hair be, the bigger your forehead be, and your, the stiffer your neck be. So it's like... You just be walking around with a stiff neck. Can't even turn your neck. I'm experiencing that right now. Literally right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. What else? <laughs> now, I know for sure, for sure, most black people have in the borat bucket, besides the brush, you got that little rat tail comb with the little metal end on it. That thing used to hurt when I used to get poked with it. And then you got all these different type of knockaballs, borats, 
different things like that ribbons the big bowls stuff like that now let's go on down to past all that when you ain't getting plastic no more you moved up to getting your hair permed and flat ironed OMG, bro. I used to hate when we used to get texturizers and perms because the simple fact of it is your mama tell you not to scratch the night before, but you still scratch. You still scratch. And it's like you forget when she be telling you and you still gonna scratch. And no matter how much she grease around your edges and stuff, it's still going to burn. It, it could be two minutes in and she not done putting the perm on and you could tell her it's burning and she gonna be like, it's not even kicked in yet. It's not even working yet. I'm not even done. And you have to sit there burning for like, oh my goodness. I kid you not, I do not miss perms. That's one reason I lock my hair up. I do not miss perms. That's another reason why I went natural. I hate perms. OMG, I hate them. Now, after you got that perm, washed it out, you know, blow dry your hair. Move on to the flat irons or the curling irons. Now, we ain't use rollers that much. We mostly use the flat irons and stuff. Talk about trauma, bro. Trauma at its finest. You would think you in the clear, bro. I have PTSD from that stuff, bro. I literally be sitting there. She's talking about some be still. I be being still, right? And she still a Burmese either on the forehead, the neck, the ear. No matter how far I hold my ear down, I'm still going to get burnt. And then every time you, like, every time you be like, ah, and jump and be like, you it's, you know, it's burning. She be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's just the heat. OMG, I hated that so much. Especially when you got burnt on the scalp. And it was like, no, it's just the heat. I'm not burning you. I know what that feel like, you know? Bro, and I, I kid you not, I do not miss none of that stuff. I feel bad for these kids growing up now to have to go through that stuff because, baby, that gives you PTSD and trauma. Trauma. I tell you, trauma at its finest. Um, what else? Growing up in a black household. Okay, I got one. Growing up in a black household, um, let's say you just got off of school, you know, you did your homework, you outside playing with your friends, and... You're supposed to be inside before the street lights come on, you know? So, if you're not in that door, by the time the street lights come on, and your mama got to come looking for you, oh, baby, that's your behind. That is your behind, bro. I kid you not, that is your behind. Bro, and it's like, soon it was time for you to go inside, that's when it was starting to get lit. That's when it was starting to get fun, bro. And some people's parents didn't care if they stayed outside too late. But I had the type of mama where she did. And uh, baby, we had to be in before the screen lights came on. Show mm-hmm. sure did. Now, this not just for growing up in a black home. Because, you know, more racists probably experienced it. But tell me, have y'all mama or granny ever had this little red bag hanging on a freaking shower, bro? I had no idea what that was at all I just found out what that was when I turned I think when I turned 20 I found out what that was a douchebag and I was like okay well I know what it is what it's used for and when I found out what it was used for I was like oh my god I was speechless I did not know I used to always think the red bag was like you know just something you put water in I don't know I I never knew what it was I, I just always seen it bro and then when I found out what it was and I was like mama 
Are you serious, mom? Seriously, mama? Like, wow. Okay, um, growing up in a black household, most black families that had big families, every time, I'm going to say, sometimes it was every weekend or every other weekend or a special occasion, but most of the time it's every other weekend where the big old family go by one person's house or go to the park or something, have a cookout or a barbecue or this, and... You know it's a real black folks cookout or a barbecue or something when you got the aunties and the uncles at the table playing cards and dominoes and they be getting mad throwing the cards and stuff when they losing and stuff. Then you got the little kids playing over there by themselves. You know, little teenagers over there on their phones and got the people in the kitchen and all that. And then, you know, the music that they play, they don't really be caring about the kids because, you know, the kids going to dance to anything. But they mostly be playing blues. Baby, when I tell you, I used to get back, I, I used to get down to that blues. That blues used to be, you know, that's how I learned all them blues songs. But now, it was always, it was always that auntie, with that group of aunties, who wanted that one child that was the, that was the family dancer or whatever, who wanted that one child to show them that dance move. Oh, MG, they put a song on everything. Show me that dance, baby. Go ahead and do it. And then you be like, no, I don't want to do it. You be all shy, people looking at you. And like, go ahead and do it. And you do it. And you like go hyping your head up <laughs> like you doing something for real, bro. That was the good old days. That was like, bro. That was the good old days. <sighs> it's so much more that I can say about growing up in a black household or with a black family or something like that. But we're not going to get into too much right now. Um, that's my intake on that. Let me know how y'all feel about that. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Lock Black Girl. Um, We talked about growing up black or growing up in a black household. Please rate, comment, and like on any podcast app. And you can reach me on any social media platform at Lock Black Girl. Thank you guys for listening to the next episode.